Ashland High School, class of 1989. Welcome to the official 35th annual reunion podcast, where we talk all things reunion. And now, here's your host, Brian Kirk. Thank you, Devin. Hey, this is Brian Kirk, and welcome to the first podcast for Richmond High School's class of 89 where we're going to sit down with fellow alumni and discuss the upcoming reunion. And with us today, we're excited to have our class president, Snow White. Hello, Snow. Thanks so much for joining us today. Of course, Brian, it is great to be here, especially for the very first episode. And I am very excited that, about this one. It's going to be fun. So I couldn't think of a better person to help us kick off this podcast. I know you've been very involved with the reunion plans. And of course, been uh, been really good at keeping up with other 89ers over the years. So what else has been keeping you busy? What, what are you up to these days? Well, first of all, I want to say huge team effort about the the committee piece. I definitely uh, I have been participating, but there's some ones that are just absolute go getters and so thankful. We'll talk more about them later, but just wanted to give a shout out to that amazing committee. Um, I am still in Austin, Texas, Brian. I moved down here in 89 and I never looked back. Love the city. And now I live uh, central Austin. I have a daughter who just turned 13. Yes, I know people. I started late. I got a young in at the house. Uh, married to uh, Cody, who some of y'all met at past reunions. Uh, he still works for ESPN. And Two cats, fish, and then we just rescued a, a dog who has a foster fail slash foster success, depending on how you think about it. But meant to be a foster, we ended up adopting her in our home. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Um, now at Intel, I was at Dell for 20 years and just a couple of years ago shifted over to Intel. So lots of changes in the last couple of years, but it's been exciting. Yeah. What about you, Brian? Well, uh, thanks for asking. I have been in Ohio for about 20 years now. I moved to Columbus, Ohio, and I work at the corporate headquarters for Nationwide Insurance. And I provide communication support for our chief economist for the company. And I have a son who just started going to college at Ohio University, the Bobcats. It's funny because they call themselves OU, but you know, growing up where we grew up, I think OU as the Sooners, right? So That's yeah. Right. And I have a daughter who's in high school, and uh, when she graduates, I think she's going to look at going to Texas A&M, which would be great. I'd love to see that. And if that happens, maybe I'll get a chance to move back to the Lone Star State again. I do try to get back to the Lone Star State about once a year when I can, which is nice to get my fix of Whataburger, um, Taco <laughs> Cabana, a place like that that I enjoy going to. So so it's nice to go back. But I, my next trip home will definitely be in July for our 35th reunion and I'd love to hear more about that. I know you probably have some details you want to share about that with the audience. What can you say about the, uh, the upcoming reunion? I do. I do. It's one of the main reasons for this podcast to get everyone excited about this reunion. Um, so first of all, July 20th, everyone take a quick moment, look at your calendars, put it down. July 20th. What date is it, Brian? I think you said it's July 20th. Snow. It is July 20th. Thank you so much. So um, we also know there's going to be a Ranger game in Arlington, where it's the same place as our reunion. So our reunion location is going to be Hearsay, Arlington. Um, the address is 1711 East Randall Mill Road. 
So and that's going to be that Arlington. But um, very, very close to the Rangers uh, who will be playing. We understand that. So we'll be sending out the exact times of the reunion later on as we work around the game. But should not prevent you from coming to this fabulous reunion. You might even get like a little two-for-one type thing. Reunion, maybe a little bit of game watching. People could come early, hang out the bar. We'll have some festivities afterward. But yeah, July 20th at Hearsay Arlington, and then get your hotels now. They're starting to fill up because of that Ranger game. So just do, we don't have any designated hotel. Just put in that address and find the closest hotel that matches your budget, and we'll make it a party wherever it's at. Thank you, Snow. I can't wait. It's been a long time since I've got to go to a uh, reunion, so it's going to be incredible for me to see everybody again. I can't wait. Um, I did go to the first one we had, the 10-year reunion. I think we all got to watch the Stars win the Stanley Cup together. That's that right. Fun. I remember um, that. Yeah. yeah. And then I think I went to the next one. It might have been at um, Sneaky Pete's. Is that the next one, I think? Or yeah. one after that? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, good so, memory. Hey, it comes and goes. But, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the I'm looking forward to going back because I've been in Ohio so long. I can't wait to come back and see everybody, find out what's been going on in everyone's lives and things like that. So because of that – Maybe people have been to reunions in the past, or maybe they haven't, but what can you say? Like, what's going to separate this reunion from the previous ones? Well, one, I want to say the committee, they found an amazing location. The vibe of Hearsay is so cool. It's more like a speakeasy. So it's unlike any other location that we've had. And so I'm very excited about there's going to be some really fun going to be bringing back some highlights from past reunions and incorporating them into this reunion. Uh, so some things that people might have remembered that just um, went viral. Cheese balls, just throw that in there, uh, might be uh, coming back up into this one. And then, you know, just some, I can't spoil everything because there's some amazing, amazing surprises that will be there. Things that I did not think could be pulled off that were. And we'll be, let's just say, making an appearance at this year's reunion. We want to go big with this year. We know that not everyone has made the ones in the past, and some of us may not be able to make the ones in the future. So let's make this be the one that we all attend and reconnect. And if you're trying to figure out, oh, wait, okay, I'm sold. I'm going to buy some tickets. Go to our Richland Facebook page, and there you'll see a link so that you can buy tickets. And we'll we'll give that exact address later on if you're not on it. But yes, that's where you're going to buy tickets to this amazing, awesome event. I can't wait. And thank you to all those who have already bought their tickets. Uh, it sounds like they're definitely getting a jump start and everybody else too. So we'll catch up with them and we'll see everybody at the reunion this year. Yes, absolutely. And it will, uh, there'll be all kinds of um, definitely opportunities, but it is limited. The venue cannot fit everyone. So we want to get your tickets now before it sells out. And I just, I don't know. I have a feeling that this one might be the one where we have to cut off ticket sales because due to oh, capacity. Yeah. Well, I hope to see everybody there. I can't wait until it happens. And this is the time of the podcast, Snow. I think we're going to have some fun with, uh, it's on this date in 1989. We're going to do the same segment on all the podcasts we do going forward and of course today's date is january 20th 1989 i uh, know 19 what what year 2024 2024 sorry. i know yeah. it's, it's all it's all confusing but we're gonna get our time machine and go back in time now you want to join me yes fire up the flux capacitor brian let's go let's do it 
So let's look back at what was happening today on 1989. So on January 20th, George H.W. Bush was inaugurated as the 41st U.S. president. What? That seems so crazy. I know. It is crazy um, that that happened back then. It just seems like yesterday, right? Not, not it really, does. But, uh, yeah. Another news story involving the Bush family and our hometown Texas Rangers, George W. Bush and other investors gathered together to express interest in a majority ownership of the team. So that I did happened. not realize that was 89, that when, when he wanted to buy the Rangers. Yeah, and there was another thing that we'll talk about in future podcasts on this date in 89 that involves a purchase of another team uh, mm. in the Dallas-Fort area. Um, Thinking well, we'll that what you're that. alluding to, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was a big shakeup. We'll talk about that, though, in a few weeks. But, uh, Snow, I'm sure you've um, listened to the radio a little bit, probably um, either. Uh, what was that? The Kid Rock? Oh, not Kid Rock. Uh, Kid, Kid Craddock, Craddock, right? Yeah, it's nice Craddock, 7.1, yeah. the Eagle. Yeah. Yes. And um, a few other stations there. So back then, what were you listening to? What kind of songs were playing? So listen to stations or buying my vinyl, you know, type thing or, <laughs> or a tape. I get a tape. So I remember um, every rose has its thorn. So poison, you know, big hair. If a band member had big <laughs> hair, I was into it. Well, another one is this guy didn't have big hair, but my prerogative by Bobby mm. Brown. I remember that one. I think I, we may have even seen some dancing to that one at, at some of our dances. Armageddon, it's Def Leppard, um, Don't Rush Me, Taylor Dane. Um, and you know what? The number one song on the charts. Do you know it, Brian? Was it Samantha Fox? I hope it was Samantha Fox. Oh, no. No, no? not Samantha Fox. No, but good was it, guess. Um, Debbie Gibson. Oh, another great no. guess, but no, the other no. way, the other gender, Phil Collins, two hearts, number oh, one really? on the charts, January, 1989. And, you know, while we're on this topic of music, I really want to give a shout out to Devin Lee. If you heard the intro to our podcast, that was actually done by Devin Lee. Now, some of y'all may remember him as Devin Steinschultz. He goes by Devin Lee, but he is um, made our music for the podcast, and he's so, so gifted um, as a professional musician, and uh, he has been Grammy-nominated for those people that don't know that. And um, But, yeah, if you heard the name, if you heard the, the vocals and the music right before, that was our own Devin Lee. That's awesome. Yeah, big shout out and thank you to Devin Lee for helping us out with that. In fact, for all of our uh, audience listeners listening from the Dallas-Fort Worth area, uh, Devin's going to be performing at the Truck Yard in Fort Worth on January 22nd at 6 p.m. So I'm sure it's going to be a great show to go see Devin perform live that night. So and now uh, let's go back to time traveling again on this date in 89. Snow, what were people watching on TV back in 89 on this date? Well, I still explained to my daughter about how we had to like watch at a certain time. And that's the only time we got to watch it unless we recorded it with our VCR and we could watch it before. But we had to like, you know, must see TV on Thursday. That was a I still remember that was a big one. But I remember the Cosby show was a big one who, you know, what we know now, if we only knew then. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure it'd be number one. Uh, who's the boss? Gotta love Tony Danza. Sexy Tony Danza. Cheers. Another great one. A Different World, which was the spinoff of Cosby Show with, you know, um, his daughter doing his own 
uh, doing her own show. And last but not least, and in fact, my daughter loves this sitcom, which cracks me up, Golden Girls. Big, big one back then. And a little fun fact for you, Brian. You know, if we were not feeling old before we listened to this podcast. Oh, no. So if y'all remember Blanche uh, in the show Golden Girls, well, she, when she was in Golden Girls, she was only... Uh, Ruben Clanahan is the actress. She's only she was only a couple of years older than us right now, right and now. playing right now. So those of us we are officially Golden Girls or Golden Boys, whatever you want to look at it. But we're Blanche's age. Wow. Yeah. So oh anyway, lo- lots of fun. Um, and then the other thing too about the Super Bowl, this you know a little fun fact for you. So over eighty one point six million people watched the Super Bowl. Uh, 23 to see San Francisco defeat Cincinnati, 20 to 16, for all of our sports buffs out there. It was broadcasted on NBC by Dickenberg and Merlin Olson. And you know what? A 30-second commercial was a mere $675,000. But Brian, you know how much a commercial costs these days? Oh, my gosh. It's got to be at least twice that, right? I don't know. How much was it? Well, for the Super Bowl... If you want to shell out $7 million, you can have your own 30-second commercial. Oh, man. Thanks, Dr. Evil. Appreciate that. That's a <laughs> lot of money. That's crazy. $7 million. Wow. $7 million. You know, we all got it in our purse, I'm sure. You know. Oh, yeah. Just a drop in the bucket for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, so, you know, you just talked about the 49ers, you know, as they're locking in their spot as a team of the 80s. Of course, the next decade was the team in the 90s, the Cowboys. Let's see. I know. Let's see what they were doing on this date. Tom Landry finished his final year as our head coach for the Cowboys, and he had a record of just three wins and 13 losses. Steve Pelluer was the quarterback, and this guy named Herschel Walker, which I've seen him. I think he could still play today. I think think people know him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a... Big guy, a running back for the team at the time. So, and there was a wide receiver, a rookie wide receiver by the name of Michael Irvin on that team. Another and, uh, another famous person, yeah. Yeah, he turned out to be pretty good too. And uh, going to the court, uh, Dallas Mavericks, they lost to the LA Lakers at the Forum by a score of 99 to 115. The leading scorers for that game this, this weekend back in 89 was, uh, of course, this guy named Magic Johnson, who scored 30 points. And the Mavericks' own Derek Harper had 25 points. But the Lakers still won that game. The Mavericks did not make the playoffs that year, but um, still fun to see. They had a pretty competitive team back then. So, Snow, obviously not a lot to cheer for at home for the uh, Cowboys or the Mavericks. So I'm sure we all went to the movies instead to get entertained. So maybe many of us were going to maybe the Northeast Theater, uh, the Six Screen Theater at Northeast Mall, or the North Hills General Cinema Eight Screen Theater, or the UA Bedford 10 that I remember having a part-time job at with uh, my friends Lee Darnold, Corey Post, and a few others there. So if you're going to the movie on this weekend back in 1989, what movies were on the screen? Let's see. What movies? Well, the first thing I remember is my feet sticking to the ground whenever I would go into these movie theaters because <laughs> of how sticky and gross and Coke spills and everything. Ugh, yeah. But uh, yeah, good times, good times. But let's see. Rain Man. You know, that one was a classic. You got to, you got, and a classic, just famous lines from it. You got to, 
Do you have a line that you remember from Rain Man? No, you're right. So many good lines in that movie, uh, the back and forth between Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman. Let's see, um, probably one of them when Dustin Hoffman would retort back to Tom Cruise. He'd say, um, Kmart sucks. I think it's one of the lines he said. <laughs> Always such a good one. Such a good one. Uh, How about you? Do you have a favorite yeah. movie? Mine is when he says, I'm not wearing any underwear. I just uh, cracked up. Love that one. I don't know why, but it just, it cracked me up. Um, another movie. one was, I uh, remember Danny DeVito and uh, Mr. Arnold in Twins. Oh, wow. That was back then, huh? Yep. Yep. And then this one, I still cannot watch this one without crying, was Beaches. Um, gosh, such a just tearjerker. Uh, working girl. Uh, I'm going to say this. I'm going to try to say this without my Texan accent, but naked gun. I don't know. See, it's hard for me not to say naked, naked, naked gun. But yeah, yep. that was the first one. Another classic Mississippi burning. Dirty Rotten Scoundrel, Steve Martin, still cracks me up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, no, exactly. <laughs> So good. Um, Oliver and Company, Tequila Sunrise. And last, um, but definitely not least on this one, I'm going to get you, sucker. So no, oh, my gosh. Another great one. Could you imagine how fun it would be to work at the theater, put that name on the marquee uh, that night? <laughs> And your boss, your older boss, who has no clue what's going on, said, um, um, you misspelled get on there. <laughs> I don't think so. Yep. I think I nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. No, good movies. Lots of great classics. Yeah. Well, so it's been fun to think about these uh, songs we listened to back then, the TV shows we watched and the movies we all watched together in the theaters with our feet stuck to the ground. At the theaters, of course, we only paid five dollars for movie tickets back then, so it wasn't sure, that good point. of a deal. But we didn't uh, have money for cleaning crews. We just no, it's so cheap. No, but so I'm sure that probably brings back some other memories for you from those times. Um, what can you share with our audience about things that kind of stand out for you? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, just talking about the movies and going to the movies. It's just the friendships. Um, you know, just thinking back all the great people, we were really lucky to go to such an amazing school, um, at Richland and just really, really good people. And, and some I'm still in contact with, which is awesome. And then I've made a lot of new connections too, with people that we may have not hung out as much, um, back then, but you know, now we, we talk and even if it's on our Facebook messenger or whatever, we're still, still in contact with each other. You know, some of the favorite hangouts, you mentioned Whataburger earlier, which, mm -hmm. you know, still, I still remember going through the drive-thru at 11 at night, making sure I get a taquito. Those <laughs> were big then. And yeah, lots of pranks that, you know, were being pulled between Haltom and Richland. I think we're actually going to have a podcast about some of oh, the yeah. uh, true crimes that happened. Like who did what uh, during, uh, during those days? But, you know, if I could go back and, and, and change things or do things differently is I don't think I showed my appreciation to the teachers enough. And there were so many teachers that made such an impact that I still talk to the, about this day, about some of the things they talked about in class and how amazing they were. And I think times are getting harder and harder for teachers now too. And so I wish I would have 
show my appreciation more back then mm -hmm. on thank you for dedicating your time and your love for um, teaching and spending that with us. Um, not all teachers were the greatest, but there were some that really you could tell that the passion was there and that's why they were teaching and that's why they were there. And, and I'll forever remember, you know, some of those teachers and, and what kind of, um, the time they spent with us to make sure that we were, they were preparing us to be the best we could be when we graduated. Hopefully there might be some teachers that um, we still stay connected to that might be listening to this podcast. And maybe they maybe they got a kick out of hearing you say that, but I want to echo that too. I think all of us feel the same way. We definitely appreciate our teachers more today than we did back then. So thank you. If it's not too late to say thank you to all your teachers out there. So thank you so much for all the things you did for us back in the day, and even probably still today, maybe some things that teachers still do today to help us out uh, outside of the classroom. So yeah, thank you. and a thank you to teachers, you know, any of our alumni who became teachers mm. or administrators, you know, we got some yeah. of them too. And so thank you, thank you, thank you for choosing to go into that um, occupation. That's right. And speaking of support, we are blessed to have some wonderful supporters helping us with the reunion and also supporting us with this podcast. Snow, who can we say thank you to today? Do you want to give a shout out to two of our alumni who are married, but they are also a um, gold sponsor of our reunion. So big shout out to fellow alum Ricky and Tiffany Cox. They're with Texas Total Comfort Systems. So, you know, if you want to be cool, call <laughs> Texas Total Comfort Systems. There's my little fun for you. Nice. Um, but please help us thank Ricky and Tiffany for their support. Um, really appreciate it. We could not put on the event like we do without these supporters. And they also help us keep the price down um, so that we're not paying an arm and a leg just to attend. We want to make sure we open this to as many people as possible. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our sponsors to helping us keep the cost down and supporting our event. That's great, Snow. And we are going to put the uh, website for TexasTotalComfortSystems.com in our uh, description for the podcast. So, so our audience, if you want to visit their website to give them some patronage, please look for their website there in that space. Awesome. And Make sure you put the Be Cool for School by, you know, calling Texas Total Comfort Systems. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Snow, this has been a great episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you can be a part of another future episode we have coming up between now and July. Well, I'm just glad you're willing to invite me back. You know, I thought, <laughs> no telling what she's going to talk about today. So thank you. No, I I look forward to coming back. That's right. And like she mentioned before, we do have some episodes coming up soon. Um, one of them about the uh, true crimes. So we'll talk more about that in a future episode. And then we're going to do a special salute to our first responders who came out of Richland High School and a podcast coming up soon. And as a reminder to our audience... We have a lot of shenanigans we talk about sometimes in our uh, in our podcast, but our next episode, I'm excited to have the king of shenanigans, David Bradley Ford, <laughs> fellow alumni. He's going to talk to us. Yes. We're going to hear more about his connection with cheese balls. He's got a lot of great stories to share. So please join us for the next episode. And as a reminder, you can still get your tickets locked in for the 35th reunion by visiting our Facebook page, RHS class of 89. We'll put a link in the podcast description to that. And also make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you can be notified when each new episode is released and share this podcast with other friends and alumni so they can go back in time with us too. 
Until next time, for the Richland High School Pre-Reunion Countdown, this is Brian Kirk. Thank you.